welcome to our first LV podcast, Stay Connected. It's Louise from Internal Communications here. Today we are joined by Lucy Sturck and Rich Cooper. Um, hi guys, I hope you're both keeping well. Hi, yeah. Morning. <laughs> um, just to welcome you both to our podcast, um, I just wanted you to tell us a bit about where home is for you and what your current living situation looks like and also what your roles are at LV. So my name's Rich and I'm currently living in a very empty house in Bournemouth um, because two days before I was due to sell the house and complete, um, the buyers basically delayed the sale. They um, they activated a new special contract clause as part of this um, COVID-19. So yeah, I had to quickly um, get a table and a desk and a bed uh, and a few other bits and bobs. So it's (gasps) very... It sounds, right, a bit yeah. Echo- yeah, it sounds a bit echoey, that's because there is no furniture. Oh no, yeah. well hopefully you're uh, managing to get on okay and uh, I know you've got a couple of children haven't you, so hopefully yeah. they're managing. Yeah, so I've got, um, I've got two girls, who are five and two, and they're with me half the week. Um, so it does go from extremes of isolation and very, very quiet to lots of noise and activity. Um, Actually, they're here today, so you'll probably hear them this morning um, at some point. Um, But other than that, yeah, my role's um, working in the financial crime team in the Bournemouth office. um, And I also, I guess I've got a few bolted on extras onto that role because I'm a qualified coach. So I um, I love helping people at work, um, helping people understand their motivation, their talents, their strengths, helping them with their careers. I love helping people with their CVs, that kind of stuff. So... Ah, brilliant. Maybe maybe that could be a future podcast about coaching. That sounds interesting. Great. Okay. So what about you, Lucy? Uh, Hi, everyone. Yeah. So I I am at home as well and I am getting larger and I'm not sure if it's the food or the fact that um, I'm very, very excited that I'm also growing a baby as well. So yeah, so my, um, yeah, my isolation is bit unusual not maybe what I was expecting it to be but um but yeah good good excuse to eat more than than maybe I would have done so yeah so I'm um at home with myself baby bump and uh, my husband so yeah we're in uh, in Verwood. Ah well congratulations that's lovely news um I hope you're not having too much morning sickness or anything like that. <laughs> I've been very I've been very lucky yeah um yeah really lucky with everything so um just just adjusting really to everything and and working from home really so I guess a bit about my role as well is I support kind of employee well-being I'm based in our our Bournemouth office um, and just seeing about kind of what we can do to support our employees at, at any point really but especially through these um through these unsettling times yeah brilliant okay well that's good because for this podcast we obviously want to focus on all things well-being um we obviously know that many people might be struggling right now to keep motivated um to keep calm and to really focus on what's important for them right now um can you share some ideas on how you think our employees can keep motivated so yeah, so maybe I'll, I'll start with this one. In terms of, so from a, just from a, to start from a personal perspective, I think for me it's um, what we're now four weeks in. And it's understanding that perfection really isn't always going to be possible. 
um, especially from a work perspective. So as I sort of mentioned, I have the girls a couple of days a week. And I know that when I have the girls on those days, it's just me and the girls. So it's trying to balance between um, keeping them um, entertained and, and active and also doing my own work. So it's being a bit more flexible. So it's a bit like today, you know, preparing for this. I didn't have a, a massive amount of time to prepare. And it's, it's okay not to be polished. You know, the, 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 the circumstances are very different now. And I think that bar, it's okay just to, to not work at that 100%. So that's the first thing I'd say. Um, and the second thing I'd say would be is about focusing on the present and day by day. Um, and that can be a challenge if you happen to be a bit of an overthinker as well, especially if you're reading the news and you're, and you're hearing about what's going to be another three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. There's, there's, there's the stuff that you can control and stuff you can't control. Um, so I'd say it's easier said than done, but try not to think too far ahead. Think about today and getting through today and then tomorrow. Um, the other thing that I've that's helped for me is understanding the things that energize and motivate you. And then remember to build the habits around them. Um, the one thing I'm really missing about being in the office is, is my catch-ups with people, whether that be coaching catch-ups or just informal catch-ups and popping to you know, have a coffee. Um, that one-to-one -one connection. As I say, in my situation, I, I, I do feel quite isolated sometimes. So it's, it's being aware that actually I really enjoyed those. What can I do to replace it? So I've been trying to have some video virtual calls. They're not the same you know, as, a, as a personal contact, but just be mindful and don't let the things that you used to enjoy drop because once you build habits, sometimes it's difficult to build them back up again. Um, the other thing I'd say is around your thoughts. Um, I think if you're depending on your situation, you might be spending a lot of time by yourself or generally have more time to think. And I think um, the more you think, um, sometimes you can have negative thoughts. And it's being aware that when you're thinking those negative thoughts, just acknowledge them and clock them and go, um, how can I think about something else or actify, um, occupy my mind in, in another way? I know, for example, Lucy, I think is it you've been listening to your first audio book. Is that right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. So I, it's something that I've never, never done before. I think reading is one of those things that I tend to only do um, when I'm on holiday or kind of can actually, you know, take a bit of a break. But I found for me, like you were saying there, Rich, about um, when I had time to think. So when I was doing things and, and there wasn't kind of a bit of a distraction around. So in the evenings or if I was making dinner, there seemed to be this kind of space for me to to be thinking more than I usually would. Whereas kind of having an audio book on in the background, it's, it's something else to focus on rather than my thoughts um, kind of running away with themselves. Yeah, that's a really good point. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a great because actually, you, you, you know, you've you started reading that new book and actually it might be good to, to keep on with that habit and that, uh, um, and that bit of learning, wouldn't it? Definitely, um, yeah. It's a similar, similar theme with, I guess we all have a choice in what we read and what we watch. And, and again, at the moment, um, I mean, there's a thing in the news today about Netflix's subscriptions doubling. You know, pe more people are watching TV. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people are watching the news. Um, but I'm also seeing a lot of people watching more news and social media and actually that can also kind of have its negatives in terms of overthinking the bigger the, the bigger world under or paying more attention to what other people are doing and, and trying to get the balance right 
Um, and again, that's something, Lucy, you've you've been wary of, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So I think for myself, watching too much of the news just isn't healthy. Um, I think I was kind of getting into a bit of a, a almost a downward spiral of seeing how many people you know had unfortunately passed away each day from it and I just think it's not something for me right now um, that is very healthy to see so I think I still have those notifications that come up on my phone so I'm aware of things you know um, things that are very important that I can still see so I'm still in touch but actually sitting there and watching the news in the evening isn't that healthy for me. Yeah and I think I think so. we go from the news and we, we think about um, I guess there's other stuff you can control like exercise so um, getting outdoors I mean that's the government government device about um, making sure you're active and I think an example of that we've got um, an LVFS Strava group set up where people are recording their runs and their walk and it's really nice to see the comments and and and, and how, how many people are getting out and how many people are getting out for the first time because the neuroscience does show that it does I mean it also influences our muscles but it also influences our brain and our nervous system and exercise helps our sleep and improves our mood. So I think the takeaway for me when I'm out, out and about seeing other people, is just the amount of people that are getting out that maybe I wouldn't normally see out and about exercising, and that, whether that's families or runners. I mean, I've, I've never seen as many people run in my life, um, and that's one of my personal hobbies. But walking with podcasts, um, personally, long runs, has really, really helped me. Um, and it's just trying to do more of that stuff, the more stuff that I enjoy. And it's really helping my mood, actually. And I, it, it, I do find that I'm sleeping a lot better as a result. Um, and I guess, finally, um, it's around your, your emotions. Um, and try not to ignore them. You know, um, clock them, understand them. Um, they're very real. And they do affect you and your family. So definitely talk about them. Um, in terms of appreciation as well so i really think it's keen that we appreciate things that we've learned uh, any new routines we've enjoyed um for, for example me personally it's been spending more time with my daughters and i know lucy you've you've started a new hobby at home haven't you yeah so um maybe pardon in the garden maybe yeah definitely so i um <laughs> i now have I feel like I've got green fingers finally um can I can talk to my mum about gardening so yeah so I've been able to grow some some seedlings which I'm pretty proud of so I've got two squashes and um three courgettes that that we have seedlings from so yeah so those sorts of things that before I guess I never really made made time for because you're always on the go you're always thinking about the next thing of of what to do whereas actually just taking some time back and um and strangely, the, the joy of seeing a seedling grow has been, um, yeah, has been almost that kind of overwhelming thing of like, oh, well, today I've, I've achieved to manage to grow a seed, which, uh, you know, six months ago would not be something that would have interested me. But yeah, I'm, um, I'm pretty proud of that now. So, so I guess it brings me on to the next point around being grateful for the thing. So, you know, if I was saying about the three things you're grateful, Lucy, one of them could be the fact you've got a garden and you can grow, grow, grow stuff. Yeah. Very much so. Anything else that you're particularly grateful for at the moment? Um, I think the things that I'm grateful for, especially, uh, 
my health so I'm very lucky that um, I'm well at the moment um, and my family and friends are healthy as well I think health now and kind of what you're grateful for around that has been a huge shift um, for everybody and I hope kind of we continue that moving forward once we've um, come out of this this unsettling time that we have and just think actually you know we're really grateful for those um, all those people that we have in our lives and that they're they're healthy as well and I guess for me the um, the final thing as well is it's just I guess just being more mindful of things of having those people around you um, that you can contact and, and not taking things for granted of thinking oh well you know I've got to go and see that person because I haven't seen them for a while or those sorts of things and I think we're kind of craving that at the moment of being actually able to to see our loved ones to to sit down and you know have lunch with our friends so I think I'm grateful of um of understanding how much those relationships really mean to me yeah and I say connections connections are massive so um I think that that point is around keep you know keep checking in regularly with other people um check on check on your friends and, and those people close to you and everyone everyone has different levels of connectedness don't they so you're gonna have people more introverted extroverted have bigger groups of friends smaller group of friends but um they're the people that will detect mood changes or subtle things they'll ask you how you are every day and actually there's been some nice things that have happened in a personal example my mum who's 75 um she learned took two years to learn how to use an ipad and, and facebook and but ironically, she managed in a week to learn how to use Zoom. So we've had a first fa um, family Zoom call. And I've never seen someone more happy or proud of themselves. So um, it just shows my mum can do Zoom. I think anyone can do Zoom. So yeah. it's definitely helped, um, especially for mum who's, who's on her own, isolating. I think it's, um, it really does change the mood when you can keep connected like that. Um, but yeah, I guess that's my thoughts for now. Brilliant, okay. Um, thank you both. It's really valued, valuable advice um, about everything, really. I think I agree about news. Um, there's a balance of wanting to know what's going on and kind of what you need to know versus not getting dragged into all the news programmes and all of the negativity, because I think that can really affect your, your mental health, to be honest, if you're just seeing negative um, you know, news all day. Um, so definitely taking the time out to do things that help you uh, mentally I think that's that's great advice um, right now um, could you offer any kind of advice for employees who might be struggling um, more than others perhaps those um, who have an illness or those that might have to care for relatives or like I said those of us who might be struggling with mental health have you got any tips on how um, you know we can all keep well yeah, definitely. So I think, um, I think like you say, one of the things there around those who are, are struggling more than others, and I think at the moment there, there isn't necessarily kind of a normal of how to feel around this. I think it's something that none of us have ever been through before. Um, and I think it is really crucial about us all being kind to, to ourselves and to others, because I think there's that part of um, nobody knows what what then you know next stages and next day next couple of weeks those sorts of things and like Rich was saying about not focusing too far ahead and I think people who you know may think that mental health and things like that aren't really a, a thing to be worried about or concerned 
may that this might be one of those things that they actually think oh you know i i had a wobble as well so i think it's kind of opening their eyes to people to think actually this is this is quite a scary time for all of us so i hope that that part of it kind of continues forward when we get out of this to kind of think about actually mental ill health is um, is really apparent and, and kind of what can we do to, to support each other through that. So I think it's kind of like, like what you're saying, keep an eye on those who you love to kind of see if, um, you know, have those conversations with them, see how we can actually notice any changes within um, their behaviour and things like that, because everybody has that element of being vulnerable at the moment. Um, but like you said, Louise, I think those who have um, illnesses or potentially are isolating for 12 weeks that's an incredibly long time um, and, and can be really scary as well you know um, I guess from talking from my own experience I'm lucky in as much as I'm self-isolating for a positive reason but lots of people don't have that you know I've been to the doctors and, and actually I've got a hospital hospital appointment later today and I feel really apprehensive about going into those environments um, you know hospitals are daunting places at at the best of times but i think to go there at the moment is is really quite scary so i would say you know just just be aware of those feelings that you're having and and try not to to kind of squash them and and address them as well and um, to kind of think actually i need to i know that it, i'm feeling this way because of these things and i think you know for me that was kind of a learning a learning curve as well um and I think your emotions kind of get completely get the better of you at these times. You know, for example, I um, I cried on a Zoom work call last week, just completely overwhelmed with everything. Um, I'm lucky that I've got such a great team who are very supportive. But I think those sort of things of if you're struggling, it's OK to say that you're struggling and other people will be there um, to support you as well. So I think I think that's really key. I think the. Um, when you talk about kind of caring responsibilities and those sorts of things i you know we can talk about um top tips and kind of a minute of what we can do there but i think there it's, it's a real um sort of kind of gray area of knowing what the right thing to suggest is because everyone's situation is so different you know if it's if you've gone from potentially looking after you know your your parents who you may be not seen as as vulnerable but now all of a sudden due to their age have have become fun like classed as vulnerable and they might have been your support network as well you know they might have supported you with picking up your children from school for example or those sort of things and everybody's kind of way of life has really changed um and how we kind of balance those care and responsibilities which i don't know um if you've got kind of any top tips of how you've balanced everything with work and your daughters I would say it's about building new routines um, and and actually communicating to people actually um, the reality of it sometimes. So I mean, I've been on I've been on some meetings where the girls have been around and I've just got them on the call to say hello because um, and just to say you know there might be some distractions coming up. Um, it's planning the right of the day about a bit differently as well. So it's maybe getting up a bit earlier trying to beat them so they i mean they, they do wake up early but trying to beat them um for when they get up so i can do a bit more work in the morning or take breaks um get out with them at lunchtime, but and just do different types of work as well and um 
be realistic the fact that I can't do a lot of analytical technical work when they're here because literally I will be distracted too much um, and then knowing that you know when they're not here I can focus on that kind of work so it's, it's around just being kind to myself and others and actually it's a good point around you made about your situation Lucy it's actually the one thing I think where I really like where we work is that you know people are very compassionate very thoughtful of others and the reality is this is impacting everybody in in whatever way big small little but actually to the individual it is big to them so it's about being you know I think that's one thing I realized with the current workplace at the moment is everyone's being a bit very compassionate very reasonable um we've still got obviously work to do but actually people understand that things aren't normal and people are having to adapt so it's the same with the girls I'm just having to adapt um when I can um, and and you know getting the support from my team and the manager and, and everyone else so and that's been really positive perfect thank you and hopefully as well um people will have seen our stay connected hub that is on our internet page and there's lots of kind of support there um depending on kind of your situation whether you are um living at home on your own and kind of thinking about that social interaction piece but also if you're if you're teaching children so there's lots of kind of support um free resources on there from kind of whether you're looking to do an, an art lesson and maybe art isn't your your specialist subject or whether you're looking for something from kind of a, a celebrity that your your children might engage with quite well to to listen to one of their lessons as well so there's lots of resources um on there so so have a look at that and kind of see which which works best for for you and your your situation as well and i think one of the things that we've spoken around is kind of people who who may be struggling um and i think it's really important thing to to bring up as well that when we think about being at home we think about it as naturally think about it as a safe place but i think there's lots of people out there that home is 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 really not a safe place so you know if that's you or you know somebody that that you know there's been um an article on on the internet recently about how kind of help and and support that there is available for kind of around domestic abuse and, and substance abuse and those sort of things so i know that people may joke about kind of saying oh you know i'm having a really tough time i'm going to have you know an extra glass of wine tonight but actually the reality for some people is is that's a really scary situation so um, I guess just to make everybody aware kind of we're mindful of that and there are some resources out there for for individuals if if that is needed um, so I think about kind of when we talk about top tips and those sort of things about kind of what works um, best for us I mean Rich and I have both kind of spoken about things how they different on um, on different days and just focus about kind of what's important for you right now and kind of your your day to day so i guess rich what are your main focus is for today so my, well the focus today so i have the girls today so it's trying to build a routine that's different from yesterday just yesterday I didn't have them so my focus is so i got up early managed to get a few bits of work in the morning um did a little prep for this call spoke to you in the morning um i really need to try and get out lunch time with them because they, were, they would have been caged in this morning. So they're going to go down to the park, make sure they're out and exercised. And let me get a bit of a walk as well. And then to um, set them up with some work to do as well. Um, I definitely will check out the links that you just said, Lucy, around the, on the school side. 
That sounds good because I'm not the most creative person in the world at all. Um, so yeah, just focus on making them happy. Make sure I, I need to do what I do from a work perspective. And then, yeah, I say that one of the nice things that I've been doing with, with the girls, I've really spent a lot more time with them than I, than I would normally. So we've been having little movie nights, which have been lovely. Um, admittedly, they're going to bed a bit later than they would normally would do, but that's all good. Um, and just, yeah, just appreciating the fact that it's a sunny day. Um, it could be a really, really rainy April day, and it's not. It's sunny, which always helps with the mood, I think. Um, and just appreciate the fact that they're with me and I have them tomorrow. And then uh, maybe a bit more of a quiet, quiet end of the week when they're not here. Perfect. Thank you. So I think it's one of the things that we talk about, kind of top tips, like Rich said there, is it depends on, on your day. So there are um, kind of top tips on the Stay Connected Hub of what you could do for your your day to kind of get that right balance but obviously everything is kind of so um dependent day by day at the moment so whether it's you know getting up and that time that you would usually use to commute your um you're exercising in that time or actually is it you're just getting in that headspace so you can you can start the day um i think a lot of us as well have have been kind of distracted by maybe our our phones more than we usually would potentially if we were um, in the office or in kind of a, a new routine um, so I think those sort of things of actually think about your the amount of time you're on your phone so screen time I know that some phones you can kind of limit it or whether you think actually 9 p.m my phone's going off for the night um, and that will be that will be done until until the next day um, so I think all of these things are kind of of different tips but it depends how it kind of works best for you whoever you're you're with whether that's you know family or whether you're on your own and actually you know at 9 p.m at night that's when you would complete your zoom calls or whatsapp calls to kind of keep connected with your family so just so think thinking of those things that work best for you so you know make sure you're you're taking breaks as well um i know that some of the conversations i've had with people have they said or you know they started early and then actually it's it's lunchtime really before they've realized they haven't actually moved so make sure you're kind of keeping active and like rich said earlier around the the strava group as well it's a real sense of kind of community on there of seeing what other people have been doing um, and you really don't have to be incredibly um, active on there and as much as you don't have to be running half marathons and things I, I put on there that I did a Joe Wicks PE workout and I was exhausted after it so there's a real range on there but kind of that sense of, of community as well um, thinking about the boundaries as well again this is something if it's possible but you know if you can um, pack up kind of your workstation at the end of the day wherever that is obviously everybody kind of has a different um setup at home whether you you know lucky enough to to sit at a table or whether it's you know doubling up as your your bedroom that you have then becomes your office as well those sort of things of just thinking how do i how do i sort of differentiate between what is my relaxation time and what is my work time because i think that's a real um, real challenge for lots of people at the moment so think about your end of day routine is it that you go for a walk at the end of the day is it you take a shower any of those things that you think actually this is a definitive for me of how i'm um, almost how i how i end my day and then start into my evening rich do you have anything that um you kind of do as a definitive to start your evening 
Um, so if I if I don't have the girls, I will go for a long run because that's kind of a nice. It's a bit cooler in the evenings at the moment, and also it means that I probably sleep better if I've had that exercise. Um, my workspace is a combination of my lounge um, or going outside in the summer house. That's that, they're my two kind of workplaces. So I make sure I do close the laptop um, and also tidy up and that's, when I've got the girls it literally looks like a bomb site um, I'm not joking you it, it, I, I don't know how anyone can make so much mess and I'm also finding on that sort of related point where I said at the start I've got an empty house and actually one of the things I've learned is that the minimalistic approach of actually having less is actually being very good mentally um, a lot less to tidy up I've realized that actually I don't need a lot of stuff um day by day the girls don't need a lot of stuff day by day all their stuff can fit in a box um so actually that's been quite therapeutic and a lot of my stuff's in storage but my challenge now is not to go back into storage and get it um so really it's about having a tidy kind of environment um and a peaceful environment as well um so by the, by the end by the by you know seven o'clock ish everything's tidy everything's quiet i've done my run um probably probably read a book maybe have a bath and try and have an early night because sleep is massively important um, in terms of a, a mood indicator for the next day perfect yeah and I think that's one of the areas as well isn't it that that people tend to to struggle with is, is sleep and kind of switching off as well I think one of the things that that I found really useful is um, through our EAPR Thrive app they have kind of techniques on there of what to do and kind of how to to almost calm your mind down before you're you're able to to get to sleep as well. So I think that you know if, if you're struggling with that, then definitely check out um, the, the EAP Thrive app. And there's some information on the internet of how you can get that set up as well, just as another um, support as well. Yeah. You would say through your, oh, sorry. Well, I was going to say on that point. I mean, the meditation side of it um, is definitely something that Headspace app or there's a number of other apps out there that I could recommend, but that's really improved my sleep quality and I guess if you've got a bit of a racing mind before bedtime it really helps just to sort of relax you. Yeah perfect thank you. I think as well thinking about the things of, of what's gone well for the day um, you know is it that you've managed to to get through a, a maths lesson for example with your children which can be a, a real challenge or is it that you completed a, a project um, at work or actually is it that you manage to get up this morning and have a shower before work so I think it's all those things of kind of just being kind to yourself and focusing on the things that that are important to you as well everyone has their their struggles within the day however big or small it is and just don't try and kind of compare yourself to others so I think that's when you'll you'll start to not being so kind to yourself so just be mindful of that which says well if you're a manager and you're managing a team and you have kind of lots of different people on your team there's resources as well again on, on stay connected hub about kind of um how you can be flexible and be understanding to your team but also kind of focusing on the the outputs um more kind of than than actual hours but there's lots of information there appreciate that's not possible with all teams but if, if you're looking for kind of tips for your team have a look there as well i think there are lots of of different kind of support available um across 
across the company really we've obviously still got our mental health first aiders that are available if you're looking to kind of have a, a conversation and think actually could really do with with some support they're still available and we have eap as well so our employee assistance program that are available 24 7 depending on kind of the range of support that you would be looking for so make sure you you have a look there and doctor services as well obviously we all know how difficult it is at the moment to to get an appointment um, and even if it if it is the right thing to do so that's another app as well which is brilliant um, and can really support you whilst you're at home um, obviously if you're looking for kind of things for a development side obviously we've still got leon and mind tools as well so you know the regular support that that has been available when you've been in the office is still available to you so so you know still have a, a search for that and kind of see the resources that that are available to you but yeah i guess just kind of overall i would just say be kind to yourself every day is different every day is a different challenge um no matter what your situation whether you're at home you've instantly become a teacher overnight that you didn't think you would be or if you're at home and you're on your own those sort of things can can be really overwhelming so just be kind to yourself and kind of take each day as it comes amazing um thank you both so much and thanks for taking the time to speak to us today i've definitely taken these points on board um which i know i'll be able to apply um and congratulations again lucy um you know it's, you've got something really lovely to focus on now um which is brilliant and rich your advice has been really interesting and um hopefully we'll be able to speak to you soon uh, more about coaching um yeah so take care both of you and we'll speak to you soon thank you thank you So thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll hopefully get another podcast out to you very soon.